welcome back to Talk Spicy to Me. We have a special guest with us today for our author. It is Britt Benson. So thank you so much, Britt, for joining us. Yay! Hi, friends. So <laughs> we're just going to get right into it. So, Britt, tell us about yourself and your books. Okay. Um, well, I'm Britt. <laughs> I am new. I'm a baby author. Um, I published my first book in... July last year, so we're coming up on my like one year pub anniversary. Yay! Um, and and it was Aww. love you better. I have it right here. Ready? So pretty. So I published my first book in July of last year, and I've since published two more. My most recent just came out. And on, like, I'm obsessed. With Monday. Them. I'm obsessed. With right. So Monday. freaking good. Oh my god. Um, and they are contemporary new adult. Um, I would even argue that. My most recent is like new adult and somewhat bridging into like contemporary adult, like maybe a little bit like women's art. Even how do I get an art copy? Yeah, these are my proofs. (laughs) I know I love art copy. Art copy. I love those. I like. I'm still waiting for my my like author copies. Bree knows. I'm like (laughs) supposed to send them some like their beta copies. And the ones that Barnes and Noble sent me are all jacked up and I've been not very nicely emailing them. And so she's still waiting, but you'll get it eventually. <laughs> it's okay. It's really pretty. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Like contemporary new adult. It is. Um, I'm currently working on one that I, it's just also contemporary new adult, um, but it'll, I'm hoping it'll be out in August, but that probably won't happen. Let's be real. Um, so maybe like late <laughs> August, early September. And yeah, so nothing feels better just came out. How does it feel to have that third book out? Nothing feels better (laughs) than releasing my third book. You guys, if you you've read my books, you know how much I love like a title drop, like unintended. Women, they're like confetti. There you go. It feels really good. It's weird because. with my first book, I didn't even want people to read it. Like I was publishing it and I was like, please don't read it. If you read it, don't tell me you read it. Like, I don't want to know, you know, but on the flip side, I was also like, please be honest. But then I was like, please don't tell me. Don't hurt my um, yeah. um, but with this one, I just, it was done and I just wanted it out. I wanted people to read it. I wanted it out there. I couldn't wait. Like if I would have, if I wouldn't have set up a pre-order, I probably would have sent it live release like way earlier. <laughs> Just because I, I wanted it to be in people's hands, you know, and it's so exciting. So it feels good. Yeah. I absolutely it's, it's love surreal. it. And I need to oh ask, um, what was your inspiration for Jude and June? Um, so it initially, um, it's kind of weird. So like I have four-year-olds. Um, so Jude is basically one of my kids. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Like I just basically wrote her into the story. Um, and growing up, my mom was a single mom until I was probably <clears throat> around eight or nine. And my brother, I was my brother was actually two years younger than me, but it was like him and I and my mom. So that's kind of like I got the framework from just my own experience and put yeah. it in there. But um, but yeah, June June just kind of evolved. She's one of the characters that I love the most out of that book. Um, and there was one scene in particular that I like kind of met her first was the scene in the bath, in the bedroom before they go out to the lake. Oh, yeah. For some yes. reason, that was the first scene I knew of her in my head. Um, and so she just kind of like was like molding clay as I wrote the story. But Jude was easy. He's basically my child. I <laughs> love him. From the yeah. very, it, it might have been like the third page he where so he stabs funny. Jesse with the sword, and I was with like, the cardboard sword. I couldn't get over. It. I was like so enamored with this child. Yeah. I was like, you make the book. <laughs> so, and then Drew, he was so cute. Just the way that Jesse went about getting her to come out of her shell, and you yeah. know, yeah. knowing what it's like to have children and then have adults who don't have their own children like befriend them it takes yeah. a special kind of person and you, it does you portrayed that so well in this book i was completely blown away thank you yeah i love the um, bond that was, he that he he formed with the kids like i literally texted them and i was like y'all i'm crying on this plane right now 
<laughs> I'm in the middle seat in between these two people, and I'm like, <sighs> like it was just it brought tears to my eyes. Like I loved it. Like, oh my god, Jazz is our crier, it's, and Bree is not a crier yes. at all. Her, her I'm the biggest a crier. Now, so me and you, Jazz, we can be crybabies together. <laughs> yes, I'm a crier. Um, well, it's funny because with Jesse, like I left him. I, I put Bailey and Riggs first because I was like, I just knew people were going to love Jesse. And I, I wanted a story that was going to do him justice. And it was funny because he's just this like big, lovable guy who has yes. love for everyone and so much love to spare. And like randomly in the middle of writing Better With You, book two, I was like, Jesse needs to be a stepdaddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. he needs to be a stepdaddy. You know, like he needs to, because he's that guy, yeah. that guy that like steps up and like, has this love for, for like kids and people. And, and so that was, I was like, he just has, he has too much love for just one, for just one person. Like it was perfect. He needs an Insta family. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it, it seriously was like, but yeah. like magic. Uh, I love seeing that evolve <laughs> that just in general, mm -hmm. him evolving too from book one and then book two and then even the growth that he had from the beginning to the end of book three, I was just like, is this the same guy who was knitting like little little baby hats and everything in the beginning? Like it was just so perfect. <laughs> he like knitted Bailey the little cupcake. <laughs> I, honestly, I remember texting Bree and I was like, wait a minute. This man is knitting hats. What? Like I was just <laughs> I'm gonna go back to this because I can knit. But it it takes a real strong section of my brain to work to remember how to do that. So, yeah. and he's just good at that. And he's in med school. And I'm like, why am I not this kind of human? I don't understand. He has a 160 IQ. Yes. So that is not, yeah, it's not me. Right. Yeah. And then my, my other question that I had, uh, and trigger warnings and spoilers for anybody, cause we're not going to, you know, put this out there. Just don't spoil, but I needed to know, uh, was it hard writing a domestic violence scene? And how yeah. did you go about that? Um, so I kind of had to write it in layers. Mm -hmm. And Brie, did you did you read one of the early scenes where you like this might need more? Was that you? I think so. Um, maybe some more to like. I had to write it in layers because yeah. it was like. I don't know. It was kind of hard. I didn't, I didn't know that it was, I didn't expect it to be this hard, but it was like, at that point, Jocelyn is like, you know, she's one of my babies yeah. now. And so it was like, I'm running the scene to like put her through this stuff. And it's like, I had to come back to it. I had to write it. And then I had to step away and write some other stuff. And then I had to come back and read it again because, and, and work on it some more because I, I wanted to write a scene that also like just did the whole issue justice. Yes. Because yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to paint it over and use it as like, <laughs> sorry, there's a cattail. <laughs> I thought it was a snake. <laughs> did, you, did you see me jump? I thought it was a snake. <laughs> I go. They're downstairs. They don't come upstairs. Okay. Sorry. Hi, Kitty. Sorry. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to just throw it in there as like some sort of like plot device. Like there's, a, and I, I, and I needed it to, to do it justice. And it was very difficult um, because I just, I don't know. I didn't like doing that to Jocelyn, my baby. Like she's been through so much shit and here I have to like, you know, write this scene that like kind of tore me up. But, um, but yeah, I had to come back to it. And then even after I'd, cause I'd come back to it and come back to it. And then even after, like I, I'm pretty sure it was you, Brie, who was like, this might need a little more because like, you want, you know, if you're going to put something like that in a book, like, I don't know, it's something that needs to be finessed and needs to be done well. And it needs to be, you know, kind of like handled with care, but also it needs to be authentic. Otherwise, somebody who's right. been through that, which unfortunately, so many women have, you know, mm -hmm. I just didn't want it to be, I put the trigger warning so that people knew and were prepared. And if it was something they wanted to skip, then they could skip it, right? Mm -hmm. But right. I also just didn't want, I didn't want to, to write something that was like, just so blatantly like inauthentic that like anybody who'd experienced that read it and was like, well, this is 
it was kind of like very a spit real. In the face of it was very Does that real. make sense? I yeah yeah. Reading it and even just knowing people who have been through like emotional uh, violence and stuff like that. This would really a lot of it was just in emotionally and like speaking to somebody like in a way that they feel they need to or deserve that when they don't, or they're just not strong enough yeah. to fight back sometimes. It was very real off the page for me. So I, I just needed to know like how you went about that because not everybody can portray it as well as you did. So. Well, and I feel yeah. like in order to get that, like, this is very much, I think I, I don't know if you guys read the, um, my like author's note in the back. But, like, this started as Jesse's book, but, like, it ended up being Joss's book mm-hmm. more. And yep. for me, anyway. Because, like, it was just her, like, this, like, triumphant story of her, like, personal growth and kind of, like, her taking back her life and her autonomy right. and her independence and kind of, like, you know, building from the ground up the self-confidence that she never really had, you know? It, yeah. So and in it's order funny to, like, that she... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it's funny that you say that because I literally wrote that in my review. I was like, it was honestly two love stories in one. It was Joss and Jesse's love story, but it was also her love story, like falling back in love with herself, rediscovering herself. And I really like that. And (laughs) one of the things that you mentioned, which I, you know, I personally know some people who've been through it, like, she didn't even, when she, when she, you mentioned the part about her, like, talking with her therapist, she didn't even realize, like, she was being, she was being, uh, you know, uh, abused, because, yeah. like, Heather, you mentioned it, like, it's so many different forms, like, mental, emotional, that sometimes people don't put those in with the physical, and so she was like, no, he's only been, like, you know, verbally mean and things like that, but it was like, no, that's abuse, mm-hmm. and so yeah. even her still discovering, like, she's actually been abused like i just i love everything about her journey and yeah you did an amazing job with it thank you i think from the very beginning her making that note that she wanted to become a full person i was just like oh like who hurt you what what (laughs) happened in your life that you already don't feel that way and just like you said jazz you know her having this journey from start to finish and her actually finding herself and, you know, not, not necessarily needing that physical list, but just being able to mentally check off, like, you know what, I am safe and I'm happy and I'm in love with who I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I love that so much. Yeah. Thanks, even just guys. like the small things like that you don't even think about every day. Like the fact that she was like, I don't even know what music I like. Yeah. And that's something I noticed with some of my friends who are moms, like that's all they are. They're moms and not, not to say anything is wrong with that. But I think sometimes moms forget that they're women too. Mm-hmm. And there's other needs that you have outside of making sure that your kids have needs. Like that's even something like I've noticed with my mom too, because she was a single mom. So yeah. she spent the majority of her life only focusing on us and just being a mom and not like, as I got older, like now that's why I'm so happy to see her like traveling and going out and doing things because she didn't do that. Yeah. All she was was just a mom. And now she's like discovering like, I'm a yeah. woman too, yeah. you know? I like going out and having fun. I like doing things and just focusing on just me. And there's nothing wrong with that. We have a very different experience because I was a, a only child to a single mom. I am the second coming of Christ. My mom's not allowed to go out and find happy. No, no, no. Immaculate conception. My mom doesn't know nothing about that. You stop here. I think that part of, of Jocelyn's journey, um, I, I drew a lot of personal experience from that too, because I have, you know, I have my kids and I, was kind of dealt like a huge surprise with them. And so it just kind of really changed the trajectory of my life, like really quickly. It was like, you know, you're going one way and you think everything's going to be a certain way. And then it's like, bam, asteroid off in a different direction, you know? (laughs) And so it's like everything that I thought I'd known about myself had completely changed. Like it was one of the reasons why I got into bookstagram to begin with was because I was like, I had a career, I had friends, I had a life. And now we have moved into this town where I know no one. I'm a stay-at-home mom with infants. I have no job. I have no nothing. Like, who even am yeah. I anymore? And I was, like, yeah. severely sleep-deprived. So that was part <laughs> two. Um, and it's, like, part of that, that whole, like, 
learning how to balance like the momness without losing your like your like youness. It's so hard. Right. It's so hard. It is. Yeah. And so like I just kind of took my a lot of my feelings and put this in here. I don't know. Like I said, there and there's a lot of of like my mom, like I said, was a single mom and she um I drew a lot of her experience. Um, I don't want to get like, but I drew a lot of her experience and my experience growing up with her um, in these situations and used those as inspiration too, just to kind of like build off of. Um, Which is probably why I connect but, with it so much because it was real. I feel like I forget yeah. where I was going. Doing that, building off of that. Yeah. And I was That's awesome. together. It was definitely real <laughs> and I connected with her based on how I grew up because it, it yeah. you're right you know as a single mother it's you, you focus on your children and you mm -hmm. lose who you are because you're so focused on that but as that child when you do it well you don't realize that you're not you're missing anything so yeah. you know it, it definitely came across how she focused on her children first but finding well herself, and I came it was coming up as well and she yeah. learned that she needed to put herself first for some things and she needed to accept that people wanted to put her first so well and i think part of it too is like she like there's a conversation that happens in there where um it's like you know those early years are the hardest you kind of lose who you are and, and in a way that's necessary right like it, it it's just how it works and it's necessary and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that because for a, t a period of time you know, you do like you have to keep these things alive. Like you know, you know what I mean. But she wasn't just dealing. Yeah, she wasn't just dealing with that. Like it was that on top of this abusive relationship that you know kept her so stifled and so isolated that it's like it wasn't just that she was like losing who she was before kids. It was that she was getting to a point where her kids were you know Jude's going to go to school next year. And, it, and she's like, I never had a chance to even develop who I am without kids, without my ex-husband. Like, who who even am I? What do I even like? I don't even know, you know? Um, and so it wasn't, I mean, like, finding herself as an individual outside of being a mom, but just finding herself as an individual, as a woman, mm -hmm. you know, not, who's not being, you know, held under the thumb of that toxic relationship. And so it was kind of like a double double whammy of, of growth, I guess. Um, but yeah. So you talked a little bit about what you're currently working on. Are you allowed to like divulge into a little bit more of that? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's, it's been harder for me to write. It's so it's, it's going to end up being a duet. I didn't want it to be a duet, <laughs> but it is. Um, and so it's going to be, I really love time jumps. I love time jumps and duets. And so there's going to be one of those, fair warning, because um, I really feel like it's the best way to see complete growth in a character. So it starts, the, book one is brothers, or no, best friend's brother. Yes. Um, and it starts in high school. Um, and the brother is not a, he's not a good boy. He's a bad boy. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's pretty <laughs> angsty, and it's kind of hard for me because, like, it's funny because one of my favorite things to read is like bully romance. Like, yeah. I want my heroes to be like complete assholes when I read these books, you know. But <laughs> I was like, one of my comfort emotions, and this can be—I mean, let's not read too far into this. But one of my comfort emotions <laughs> is anger. <laughs> you know? It's like if I want a comfort read, I'll go for like bully academy, bully romance because I'm like I want to like I'm comfortable being pissed off. Yeah. Yes, like I need that on a shirt. My comfort emotion is anger. <laughs> it is. It is. And then so it's like, that's where, so I like to read that. And I love like that angst, but I'm so, but it's so funny because like, I am very like feminist. And so it's kind of hard for me to get into the head of an, of an asshole boy. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> in my mind, like I love reading about it, but I'm trying to write this character and I'm like, Right. So you're like, yeah, you have to remember like, like you know, that is why and I like, keep having an right there, because mentally I would write the asshole and then the girl would be like, and I'm going to stab you now because you're stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why one of my favorite, one of my favorite talking about stabby heroines, uh, Jay Breeze, Hannaford prep series. Oh. 
Yes. yes. I loved her. You, oh my you introduced me series. to that series and it helped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Bree's just it. been passing it along, yes, right? Because she was the reason that we read it. Well, I think, right. <laughs> I think we like, I ended up telling you about it because we were talking about how much we love like stabby heroines. I feel like that's exactly the adjective we use too. It's like, yeah, we want heroines <clears throat> who are stabby. Like, it was like, <laughs> like a whole thing. Like, cause I just love nothing more than a stabby heroine. And I mean, like, a yeah. literal, like, I will stab you with a knife if you keep this <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I, I love reading stuff like that, but I'm finding that it was it was a lot harder to write just because I want to smack my hero silly right away. <laughs> and it's like, if I want the growth that I want and I want this angst and I want to, like, write a worthy plot, like, she can't just go smacking him around right away. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> um, and plus, that's just not, the, that's not my heroine right off the bat. She's very... Um, She's very timid and she's very much a people pleaser and, you know, and so she's not like a, she's a grin and bear it, like everybody's wonderful kind of person at first. Um, and that's been hard for me because I just want her to be like. So is she going can't. to be dark? She can't yet. What? Is it going to be a dark romance? No, I wouldn't call it dark. I don't think I'm ready to branch into that yet. Um, but it's definitely angstier i would call i would call the better love series pretty fluffy as far as angst goes you know mm -hmm. like yeah. heartstrings and emotional possibly but there's not a whole lot of angst um yeah. and this one is <laughs> dipping my toe in the angst world um and we'll see how I it works angst, i don't know so i'm pretty I'm excited, excited. For it. <laughs> i'm excited i am like my pinterest board <laughs> is like banging and my my playlist is already pretty good so <laughs> yeah. like don't mean to toot my own horn but toot toot right. I'm excited I am excited in fact I was talking to my husband I was like I feel like like my release for nothing feels better went really really well and and I had these moments where I'm like I feel like I might kind of sort of be getting the hang of this a little bit like a little <laughs> bit more footing you know what I mean like yeah. I don't have to have the death grip on like the authorship right now I'm not gonna fall to my death <laughs> I can loosen it a little bit but I feel like with this next one I feel like it's, I, God, I don't even want to say it because then I'll jinx myself. Knock on wood. I feel like it's going to be the best, you know? Yeah. Each one just gets like... better and better. Like, I yeah. love. That's how I started my review. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. Literally. <laughs> like, I just remember reading, I feel like it was even just meeting um, Riggs in, we met him in the that first book, right? No, Riggs no? wasn't. No, we heard about Riggs. We heard about better, but Okay. We well, Bailey in general, Bailey and Riggs, but like meeting, <laughs> yeah. meeting them. Oh my gosh. I knew that I was going to love her and mm -hmm. they were like my top. And then I read Jesse's book and I'm just like, right. Okay. How did she top this? Just, <laughs> Cause I freaking love Riggs. And I was like, like, look, I don't know who's coming in the future, but ain't nobody gonna talk about Boo Riggs. And then <laughs> I finished Jesse's book, and I'm like, "Well, I spoke too soon." Uh, could you imagine? Jesse. Could you imagine Riggs and Jesse having a conversation? Like, if they were to listen to this podcast, they'd be like, <laughs> "Wouldn't it be funny?" One of my favorite things about writing this, uh, writing nothing, nothing feels better, was like Jesse's interactions with Riggs and Bailey. Oh my gosh! I oh my gosh! Yes. I wanted him to find out that they did it on the couch. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for what. <laughs> He's like, like she will literally. Well, Bailey will literally. She would really. She would hurt him. Like, I. She would probably make him pull the couch out and, and, call that, like, and light it on fire. Like, you know. I want um, Xavier. That's his name, right? Mm. I want. Yeah. Yeah. Zay's book is he's getting a book I want, and I already know it I want, and it's gonna when I saw more books were coming I was like okay one definitely have has to be Zay's because I, you dropped like a little nugget where it was like oh he got some stuff going on mm -hmm. and that was it and I was like oh okay yeah. <laughs> he's coming he's coming in he'll probably be the first book I release next year Ooh. um but I needed I I had this this duet plot in my head and it just wouldn't shut up. So I was like, I gotta take a break and write this other book. Um, but Zay's coming next year, and Talia is getting a book. Talia is, if you guys remember, Riggs's friend. Yes. 
childhood friend. Um, I don't want to like do any spoilers. Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, okay, who else is who else book is coming? I was like, yeah. they. I was like, are we gonna come back to Dylan? I know he's like he like made the you know made the drafts or whatever. We go. Is he gonna get a book? No, no, nah, Dylan. <laughs> he's done. He's done. Um, <laughs> um, in fact, the only reason he was in book three was so that I could have the party excuse. Otherwise, <laughs> um, no, it's he gonna be Faye, and then and it's gonna be done. Talia. And Talia is. Um, I'm. Ex- I'm. Oh, I'm very excited for her book, but it's pretty risky. So I'm putting it later in oh. the second. One of the things that everybody tells you when you start writing is like to be smart about it. You want to, you know, don't like people tell you like stay in your lane, so to speak, right? Like don't go, if you want to like have an author footing and like get people who like want to read you, like stay in somewhat of a lane. Like you can't go like contemporary first book and then like RH fantasy (laughs) next book. Because then like your readers are like, like you can do that, but you need to like get the respect and the like trust of readers first is what people tell you. I was like, okay, that's that's fine. That's what I'm doing. But Talia (laughs) is a little bit riskier and I feel like it'd probably be fine, but I also have to build up my own, I don't know, like writing ability and like my own courage before I write her book and put it out in the world. It's just And reason number 8,565 of why I can't be an author because I'm, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> like trying to think of all those plots and staying and doing this and doing oh. and remembering the rules. Like they'd be like, Jasmine, don't, she doesn't know what she wants to write. Like, I don't. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, like people, people do that and then they do it fine and they do it well you know but I just felt like I wouldn't be one that could do it fine and do it well you know what I mean and I also hyper like I I'm kind of like Jesse in a way where I hyper focus on something like I I I'm a marathoner I can't I can't not marathon if I start a series like a Netflix series I gotta watch it the whole way through all through because if I if I even finish watching it and then that step away for a couple of days it's like out of sight, out of mind, and then I stop caring about it, and I'll never yeah. finish it again. You know, um, and so Are like I can't Gemini? really. <laughs> I'm not, but that's just on Taurus Moon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I was like, I just don't think that I would do well, like if I allowed myself to be sporadic with the authoring, I, <laughs> I would be sporadic. <laughs> I would probably. Never finish a book, you know what I mean? So I was like, this is good advice for me. <laughs> like, focus on one thing and get what you can out of that and then dip your toe in other uh, ponds. You'd be like, is it <laughs> Joe or Frank the Squirrel? What, what'd you name the squirrel in the book? Frank. Frank, Frank. Frank the Squirrel. <laughs> Frank the Squirrel. I, I still think he needs a sticker, but yeah, Frank the Squirrel. I know. Whoa. Look, let me tell you, I wasted so many hours trying to make a Frank the Squirrel sticker, but I am not... <laughs> I'm not that talented yet. Every, 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 I want a Frank the Squirrel sticker. Right? I need, like, any time, because I have squirrel moments all the time where I'm just like, oh, daily. And this direction, and that direction. Right. Yeah. Daily. I have squirrel, like, genius, squirrel and the cat. So, like, randomly, like, if I get hungry, it's, like, hangry, and they know, because I'll, like, just spit out some, like, random mean shit, and I'm like, my bad. Like that was, that was your, your face said it. You didn't have to say anything. Your face <laughs> said it. Like we were still talking and like on my peripheral, like this was at Indies. I just like saw Heather's face. So I was like, y'all, we might want to wrap this up. <laughs> we need to feed her. Yeah. Like her, her hanger is coming out. This is yeah, a dangerous like, time. She had me to say anything. Her face was like, if y'all don't feed me, <laughs> it's about to be over in the pocket. <laughs> My face doesn't get the be nice memo. Okay. <laughs> like, I was like, and I thought my hangry was bad, but the really let's feed her. Everybody. <laughs> but sometimes my resting bitch face, she's a great gay cunt, and I just can't help that. <laughs> like, like, I didn't mean to say fuck you, but she did. <laughs> no, it's not my fault. I, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. And then your face is yeah. like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Right. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm really not, though. <laughs> like, I need to eat every two hours. If you don't eat me, it's like, you know, gremlins. And <laughs> I love gremlins, though. That's a really good movie reference. <laughs> yes. 
after midnight, water, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, Britt, what was the favorite book that you've written so far? I, I still think Better With You is my favorite. I love Nothing Feels Better. I really do. And Poor Love You Better is like my little redheaded stepchild. Um, <laughs> oh, but I, I love, love that. I, it's the start. I love Love You Better. Yeah. But like Better With You was like the easiest one so far to write. It was so easy to write. Um, and it just, and it was more fun to write, except for like, that whole chapter towards the end that would just made me sob for weeks straight. Yeah. Um, but for the most that part, like, was bad. <laughs> but like, so better with you, like just from like the author perspective, it's probably my favorite. Cause it was the easiest and the funnest, you know, like with love you better. I was like racked full of like fear and <laughs> imposter syndrome. And like, I was terrified. Um, but with better with you, it was like, came right out super fast, super easy. And then I struggled with Nothing Feels Better to, like, write it. Really? I, like, had the hardest time grasping Jesse, first of all, to, like, get that fucker to focus. <laughs> um, and then it was, like, it was hard for me. Like, I had to write Jocelyn in layers because it was just emotionally difficult to, like, go there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Nothing Feels Better is the best structurally from like a structure mm. point of view. Like, I like finished it and I, I think, I don't even know if this was either I told Brie or not. I was like, dude, I'm so proud of my pacing in this book. Like my pacing <laughs> is fucking on point. Like you good did, job yeah. me with the pacing. You messaged um, me that and I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> my pacing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, the, the content was harder. It didn't come as easily. It took me, I was behind in like my, I was constantly behind. <laughs> So, there is nothing wrong with that please. though because it came out fantastic fantastic i do love it exactly i do love the final product so yeah, that's good <laughs> but it was stressful no damn it Jessie. so who's, who's your favorite character that you've written so far i really this is like i love all my my female characters i just really do i just i, I feel like i write my books my heroines are my heroes, if that makes sense. You know, like, we're like, oh, the hero. But, like, m my books are for my my my, her my heroines. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just really love June. Like, I want to write a June book oh later. Like, oh, yes. She needs a book. I would love that. Yes, June yeah. is so mature for her age. I was like, it's crazy that she's just eight because, like, she just, her I love power. her. Her yes. yeah. power. That lifestyle, man, like the shit that she had to see growing up. Yeah. Made her yeah. Mature past. But yeah, but no, I think June is my, is probably my favorite. Um, <laughs> but I love Bailey because she's like, she was so easy because she just is, she's like my snarky Taurus side. Yeah. Like I just wrote my Taurus moon into a character. Yeah. That was easy, you know? And I love Jocelyn because I think she has the best growth of all the characters that I've written. Just like her transformation is the best. Mm -hmm. But, like, June is the one that I'm, like, with Bailey and with Jocelyn, like, with all these other characters, I'm, like, I'm I'm content with them being in their book and being where they are and being done. But with June, I'm, like, I want to carry her with me for a little bit more. Yes. Oh and, like, I feel like I need to do something else with her. A book. Give her a book. A second gen. <laughs> I, would, I would love a second gen. I love second gen. Yeah. A little June bug. Was, honestly, in June, too, because if you give June, you got to give June a book, so... Oh yeah. Could you I'm have a little you pirate? Second <laughs> I'm a sucker for second gen. Like, don't you don't mention that. So now I'm gonna hold you accountable. Somebody asked me if if I was gonna do a second gen and if it was gonna be June and Cole. <laughs> you know, Cole like the yes, girls can't be nice. Enemy oh. to lovers right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a great. I was like, I wasn't, but <laughs> right. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. That is a fantastic yeah. fucking idea. Exactly. <laughs> and enemies to lovers, like already, you already got your trope right there. Enemies I love enemies to lovers. They're eight. They're eight years old and they don't get along. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like a a childhood enemies thing, like exactly. Wow. Yeah, but they're secretly in love. Yeah. yeah. There are nine Ooh, billion guys out there. He's nothing special. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's not special. 
maybe one of them moves away, then they meet up again later in life. They're just living their best oh, life, but yeah. Yes. I feel like I need to incorporate soccer somewhere. Ooh. Like maybe, maybe, I don't know. Kelly can be her but coach. Like- maybe she goes to like play on the US, uh, US soccer team. Maybe. Yeah. I do love a good sports romance where it's the girl that's in the sport. Me too. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. So I have a question. Do you have a spicy book recommendation? Um, of like super spice. Well, I mean, you can Um, vary it. Yeah. If you got like levels to it, you can drop one in each level. Yeah. This is talk (laughs) spicy to me. So let me get my notes ready real quick. I just read Praise by Sarah Kate. Oh, yeah. You guys read that? Yeah. With the Praise Kink. I liked that. Listen to the audio. Um, I also, (laughs) let me think. I just read Praise by Sarah Kate, and that was pretty spicy. Um, So I don't know if this is like a super spicy book or not, but have you guys ever read um, The Fall Before Flight? by Ellen Halloran. Mm-mm. No, no, but I've heard right. of that book. It is a patient therapist. It's very Ooh. good. But there's one scene that I've I've reread this book probably three times. I love it. But there's one, and, and it's not like extremely spicy. It's like moderate spice. I would say it's a similar spice level to mine, you know? Um, but there's a scene that happens in a hot spring in the middle of a desert. That I like, and it's, I've gone back and reread it several times. Like, it's not even like it's ex, like over the top explicit or anything, but there's something about it that just hits. Nice. It just like lives rent free in your brain. It like. does. It does. Uh, the Fall Before Flight by L.M. Halloran. It's very good. Now, when you say moderate spice to your books, I'm just like, you know, each of your books gets a little bit spicier and nothing feels better. You yeah. had breath play and and you had booty scenes. So I'm just like. I wasn't going to put the booty <laughs> scene on the page. But like Brie was like. Good job, Brie. just drop this and run. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brie is all about okay. the butt stuff. Like, okay. just, yeah, she is. She is all the about butt the butt stuff. I was just yeah. like, this is a missed opportunity because you have it. We want it. So give it to us. <laughs> I think exactly. part of it was just confidence. Was like. Oh, I was really confident it. that it was good. Go right in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would consider like, I don't know. I guess maybe better with you. Like it's like on par with better with you spice level. I'm so bad with the chili pepper ratings. I'm like no good at it. You know what's funny though? That way too. Better with you. I feel like was delicious, but in the sense because of the cupcakes. Like I went on like like two three weeks after I finished beta reading that I just had cupcakes galore. I was like. <laughs> I can't stop eating cupcakes. Well, I wanted was to it? go and bake cupcakes, and I don't even like to cook. And I wanted to bake cupcakes after I list, after I read confetti, that confetti confetti cupcakes. Oh. That's what it was. Yes, because it's like playful. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then you guys want to know my favorite stepbrother romance? Yeah, yeah. Stepbrother is my favorite trope. Right, it's my favorite trope to read. So good, Step Dork by A.E. Murphy. Have you read that? No. You, what is it, Step? I read Step Vicious Dork by A.E. Murphy. A. E. Murphy. It is so good. She's the one that wrote um, Naked or Dead. Naked or Dead is also very good. But Step Dork is like my favorite stepbrother. Let me say, yeah. How have I never yeah. heard of any of these books or authors? Like, what am I doing? Am I no, A.E. Murphy? I've heard of her. Yeah, I've. A.E. Murphy. Vicious. After I read, Brie, you need to read Naked or Dead. You would love Naked or Dead. All of you, this is your homework. Read Naked or Dead. Okay. <laughs> I feel like somebody told me about Naked or Dead. Um, I feel like I don't read books. Like, this this list, I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing here? I know. Like, throw out my good reads. But like, <laughs> but, like, I never read anything. Everybody's always talking about, like, there are so many authors that I have not read that are, like, fabulous, phenomenal, everyone loves. And I've never read them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, I, feel I haven't that. read Sophie Lark yet. I haven't read Corinne Michaels. I haven't read Aurora Rose it really, Reynolds. It depends on what you like, too. <laughs> because, like, all of them you just named, they all do different kind of very stuff. Like, Corinne Michaels is very angsty, very emotional. Granted, I am a staff. So I have to give people a disclaimer <laughs> that me saying I cried over a book is, like, 
it's not Nothing. anything new. Now, if yeah. I tell you I ugly face boo hoo cried, <laughs> then you can be like, oh, okay, this one might really break my heart because honestly, I was, <laughs> like, I will cry at whatever. I have only cried but, like, for three. I have only cried. But yeah, Cora Michaels will like break your heart. Angsty. She'll put it back together, but she's gonna break. She'll break you down real good before yeah. you get there. Um, who else did you name? Sophie Lark. I only read one book by Sophie Lark, and I did. I did like it. Um, and I would go back and read more of her. And it was like mafia. I, I think she does like kind of like mafia. I think she only really does mafia. Yeah. Except for the serial killer one. There, that one wasn't mafia. And then Brie has me into Aurora now because um, what's the first? I'm so bad with names, but oh. I just finished my first book by her. You read Rushed Risk. and then Risky. The R's, all the R's keep rolling. Yeah. yeah. Risky came out a day after mine, right? Yeah. Yes. Because they're both single mom. Yeah, I put it on my TikTok and somebody mom? commented. They were like, wow, I love the single mom, Rex. I'm like, this is not normal for me, but they're both really good. Yeah. yeah. I love them. So love anytime them. you say single parent, I'm like, yes. Her covers are gorgeous. So they are. Those two covers that you. So pretty. Yeah. I think for spicy, like. There's definitely levels to it. So like you had mentioned yeah. praise and then Sarah and Rachel write together a lot and they wrote five. Well, they wrote four and then they wrote five. <laughs> Fist in it. <laughs> but but yeah. that's that like, okay, that and plus like, you know, any books where you read where it's like two dicks, one hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that I, like, automatically that just gives a start. Like... <laughs> Just shoots it up the But no, no, but but it like it. I read that and like my I like have to like tighten my thighs and not in a good way because I'm like that sounds like it would hurt. Like, it know? does. It's like yeah, that sounds painful. The first because like the first. Well, and I'm one of those readers where it's like they describe the sex scenes and I picture it in my head. I right? actually have to Google. So like if limbs are not accounted for, then I like I get confused. Trying to think. Yeah. I might have, I don't know if it was hijinks harem or. It no, was I think it was, you told me. Yeah. And I had to Google because it was two in the front and one in the back. I came home, I went to my husband. I was like, when I die, I need you to delete my Google history because I had to look up the porn to figure out. How does that work? Where the guys, so the guys are like sandwiched together. And I, I was like, who, who is that long? First of all, okay. So, so it's like DP in the front and then just one in the back. That's like really snug. That's, that's really that's snug. And then like, how thing. do you move? Like there's no, th how do you thrust? I guess the back, the back doing all it's the like work. a little bit of wiggles. So I, I, I sat there and I had to Google it and then I'm watching it and I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, I don't need to see that. There's like, an example? Yes. Oh, yeah. you can find examples of anything. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah. it. And I'm like, that that that's first of all, that's too much work for an O. I'm sorry, I can get yeah. my own orgasms in three seconds flat. I don't need all without having to worry about being torn open. Of all. So I have <laughs> that's that's where my brain goes. I'm like, <laughs> I birthed the child. I know it stretches. It don't need to stretch for fun. Just, oh, <laughs> but I'll yeah, read it, a, and I'm like, okay, that's hot, badass bitch. Not me. But you, <laughs> you know what else? So here's something that I like. For some reason, I like not like I like spitting, but like not like you know how like context, not context, like, spit, like not like spitting from my mouth into your mouth. That's a thing apparently. Like it is, and I'm just like yeah. I can't, I can't get with but it. Like spitting, yes, spitting hot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I think it's yeah. hot. Yeah, my beta readers was like, "Why did he spit?" I'm like, "Why didn't he? That's like, why exactly. wouldn't he?" Like, yeah. I'm not taking this out. Like, I love, it I was hot. It. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> there was yeah. someone I'm else. Spit in the mouth? No, but that other spit, yes. The other spit. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was just like, it. "Wow, okay." <laughs> yeah. It's good. Um, I'm trying to think like. Oh, I read it. It was a dark, um, a dark romance. I think it was Chantelle Tessier's The Ritual. I want to read that. So oh my much. gosh! I, me too. I saw somebody on Book Talk just had like a twenty-five person buddy book read over that book. 
Oh, really? Okay, that's exciting. Yeah. I can't commit to something that's, like that. That's a huge There's group. Like, <laughs> that there was a lot of like, I don't want to tell it because if you're going to read it, I don't want to say it, but there's like, just, yeah, I'm they, just going to say I don't believe slobber, in slobber, but yeah. And then after you read it, <laughs> your keyword is slobber. And after you read it, come back and talk to me. <laughs> is that what <laughs> my mind voice? Like... I can't tell you. you I'm like over here it. looking like, is it in audio? Slobber. <laughs> um, yeah. What a word. I like, I don't, I mean, like what, what, how do you do the sliding scale of spice though? Honestly, for me, like, how does that, if, if it's a fist, if it's two in one <laughs> or multiple, so, if you run out of orifices and hands, <laughs> all it's, it's just like, you know, there are so many body Logan parts spice. to fit into one person. Spicy. It's so spicy. <laughs> because it's great to read on paper. Lord help me. I'd run in the opposite direction. Like, look. <laughs> oh, there's just too many of you. And nope, go away. What would you I love read? reading a good, like, a good menage scene. Yeah. I love reading a good menage scene. But, like, having to do that all the time, like, in your personal life, I just feel like <laughs> it would be exhausting. I'd be. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my I gosh. Just... Have you seen those reverse harem TikToks, like, reverse harems in real life, where it's like they wake up afterwards in the morning and they're like, oh hot breath and they turn around like oh more hot breath they just like crawl out of bed <laughs> like uh it sounds so sexy in the books but it's like in real life like imagine how much work that is to make oh my gosh like, <laughs> i don't like sharing my space so it'd be like if that were me and my harem would have to sleep in a different room <laughs> like you come in we will do the do and then you go you to your own room and let me starfish <laughs> on my back, you know like <laughs> Don't touch me. Like, I will cuddle for, like, three <laughs> minutes. And then after that, I'm like, okay. Go. But, like, imagine if you had to cuddle with, like, four no. people. Yeah. I hate sweat. I'm not a bed big like, enough. Ugh. I don't, Men, I, I don't yeah. like to wake up hot. <laughs> me either. I, <laughs> I feel like, though, also, um, like, nothing feels better. I feel like I would have probably rate it like four peppers but that's also because jesse had dirty talk so like yeah brought it up dirty talk like he the right kind I of dirty like... talk, you get your own star just for that like yeah. your own pepper just for that so yeah i do feel like that's one thing that i was kind of proud of in this book and the last book so it was like i like i do like a filthy mouth hero or hero yes. i feel mm. like that's something that i've been but like with jesse look let me tell you something for love you better even before I knew fully what Jesse's story was going to be, I knew that I was going to have to have him drop the C word. Like, I was like, ready for it. Jesse uses the C word. Like, I just knew. <laughs> so there you go. Jesse uses the C word. <laughs> like, he's my favorite. That was like the first thing I knew about him besides the fact that he made it. Because of the me. Yeah, we have to have an E on our, on our content. Right. <laughs> That's my bad because I um, I have a sailor dialect with a construction mm -hmm. accent. That's my bad. My bad. That's okay. I like that. It adds flavor. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Flavor. Seaword is my favorite seaword. <laughs> what is a what is a trope that you have not written that you would like to write? Stepbrother, definitely. Stepbrother. So Let's that's go. not your oh, duet. Your duet's brother's best friend, or is it also my best friend? My duet is best friend's brother. Um, I'm just trying to get all that, the info out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know because she said Talia's story. Ever since you said Talia's story is risky, I'm running through my mind the different tropes that her story could be. Well, it's unfortunate. Let me just. This is probably going to tell you. <laughs> it's unfortunate that it is a risky. It is not risky for me. But market-wise, it is risky. So it's like, it's something that statistically and like money, like numbers-wise, just doesn't sell as well. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. So it probably tells you right there. Um, and so when I say risky, I mean, I mean risky in that way. Um, oh, okay. And I've listened to like numerous, um, like one of my things that I do is I'll like listen to free seminars and like podcasts and stuff of like authors talking and like one of the things is like that they'll say is like if they deviate from what they normally write their sales will take a big hit 
and there it takes a while to get those readers back because it's like you you have your favorite authors because you trust them and you know what you're going to get mm-hmm. from them right mm-hmm. like you go to this author because you know that you're going to get angst and steam and you're going to sob you go to this author because you know it's going to be like fisting and, <laughs> you know what i mean um, like you have your authors and it's like if you deviate too far from that like you risk losing readers and then it'll take them a while to come back to you. It's almost like being which typecasted. such a bummer. Say what? It's almost like being yeah. typecasted because it kind. I mean, it kind of is. And so, like in a way, I was like, "Well, I'm already deviating from that with this next book. It's different. It's different from the Better Love series." Um, but I need to like build up my courage to write Talia's story uh-huh. um, because a I I know I'm prepared to I'm prepared to know that like anybody that reads me or any readers that I, you know, my like readership or whatever, (laughs) there's a chance it'll take a hit because of it. You know what Uh I mean? And that's something that I like, I think mentally I need to be prepared about because otherwise I'll be like, so offended. Like what? (laughs) This is such a good book. Like why don't (laughs) you like like it? But you know what? Um, I'm one of those readers where I get like, I know like authors, like eventually you want to venture out to do different things. Like, you know, um, you mentioned how you uh, look at the seminars and things like that, but I feel like I like, especially if I've already, for me as a reader, kind of built up. Like, okay, I already love like everything they've written. Oh, they want to do something new. Okay, come on, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, like, well, that's so. how that's how I am too. But I feel like <laughs> from what I've heard, we are uh, not the majority. <laughs> We're definitely not, unfortunately. You know what I mean. Um, not everybody is as adventurous of readers as, as we are, I think. Um, and like I said, it's not so much that I, like, I'm not necessarily, like, I'm not so afraid to do it that I'm not going to do it. I just need to, like, build up to mm-hmm. it. And you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I yeah. will read anything, so it's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, right. I feel day. like it's, like, for you to no. say, like, it probably is, is something that doesn't, like, statistically sale, I feel like it's probably going to be something I like. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, like, excited about it. I'm like, this is what I want. But, like, I know that it's going to take a dip. So I'm put, I'm pushing her back. Plus, like, it's much more complex. Like, I have a really good idea of where I want to go with it already. Um, but it's going to it's gonna take more f- finesse to, like, make it worth reading. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, without giving anything away. I know I'm probably <laughs> speaking in, like, code Cryptic, over here. Yeah. making me want it more. I'm like, tell me offline what it is. I'm excited for it. I will tell you, we all know she's a dancer. <laughs> and I will tell you that I just had to have knee surgery for an ACL repair. Oh. So I'm incorporating that in there. I have had three of those. And that's all I'll tell you about her. I have had, I have had three of those knee surgeries. There's a cadaver holding my leg together, and whoever had it before me, Olympian, hands down. Oh yeah, because I, I, I've had I've had my ACL repaired in both knees now, but they've always used a graft. Oh, my patellar tendon. Yeah, hand and they used that for my no first one, and I ripped through that like confetti. So, I have PTSD, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, <laughs> I'm waiting for it's like that is a terrible pain. It's I it's mm, terrible. Mm, I literally, yeah. like, I can't watch the Olympics. And when, like, football players have them on the field, like, the, the brace on the field, because I tore my – the second time I tore it was in that brace. So, like, I can't even watch. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, like PTSD. I automatically, yeah. like, blank it out of my head. I'm like, mm. Well, maybe you shouldn't read Talia's book. That, I, I'll <laughs> read it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll tell you what chapter it happens in. You can just skip it. Got it. Got it. You can make up like, for I don't it. need to read it on the book. I don't need to read it on the page. I know exactly like, how that I know exactly how that feels where you like your thigh hits the floor, right? That's how that happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heather, yeah. Heather's oh just God. like, you can make up for it. Just give me a fist. <laughs> no. I'll give you a foot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't you think I've read fisting. that. What about <laughs> footing? That's an interesting oh. piece there. With a shoe. No, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm God. kidding. I'm kidding. So. What's your favorite thing to do when you're not writing? Reading. Ugh, I'm so boring. You guys know. Oh, this book's that is us. more books. That is us. 
That's- and then sometimes I'll watch Netflix. Like I really am. This is something I wrote a line in there for, for Jocelyn that I had literally just said to someone else. I was like, oh shit, that's a Jocelyn line. Or I was like, there's literally nothing remarkable about me. Like I'm so <laughs> average. Like I'm, I'm like, there's literally like nothing remarkable. Like I'm the most average person. Like, what do I do? Oh, I, I like read books and I don't like to leave my couch. I can't, the worst, you know, alive. Or, do you have any talents? No. Like, not really. But the worst <laughs> is know? when someone non-bookish, like, asks you that in, like, an icebreaker setting, and you're like, I can't even talk about books. Like, I really do nothing. Yeah, like, That's I all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> like, what are you good at? I can craft a mean sentence. Like, <laughs> I know my adjectives. You know? The English language is my jam. I know my parts of speech. Like, <laughs> nobody cares. Can you paint? No. Can you play piano? No. Can right. you sing? Uh, no. I hold it too. Can you do anything? No. I can, I can read and I keep the tiny humans alive. And that's really, that's. That, that is enough. Yeah. That is enough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all. I don't really, I, one day I'll travel. When the kids are old I, enough to function. When the kids are old enough. I'll just dump them on the, on Jonathan's parents. Yeah. Um, there you go. But yeah. I don't know. I, I like to read and write and. I'll fall down the hole of like random, uh, like random news rabbit holes where I like read different news articles about the same topic. I'll like waste like hours reading the same <laughs> news about the same thing, but like twelve different news articles from twelve yeah. different news sources. I don't even know why. I wasn't even interested in it. It was like a clickbait thing, and then I like but focus. Now you know. That's honestly the worst. Now like you're reading, then it's another that's like continue, then get to that page, and it's something else. I like. I have been there. Yeah, you're they their audience. It's really yeah, a bad exactly. <laughs> They get me every time. You know what I hate is when you, click on them, you click on one of them and then it's like full of ads and it's this this the thing that you have to like the slideshow thing. Those like, oh, are if you want to know more about this, you gotta I can't click not slide over. I know. <laughs> and then you would fight with the web page for like ever. Oh, because it doesn't want to load. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's already getting all of your information because it's not loading. I know. Yeah. And then it knows to send us again because we're the idiots that keep clicking through them. Like, <laughs> right. like, oh, we'll get them. <laughs> exactly. Right. They're not going to get much from me, so they're going to be disappointed. They may actually right. give me something, so. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right. I tried to knit for this book. I want to see photos <laughs> of this. I can crochet, of me trying but to knit. I can't knit. I mean, like, I, I can knit. It just doesn't look good. But I, <laughs> I want, I found somebody on Instagram who does crochet dolls. Her wait list is three years. Wait, you should, what? yeah, you should reach out to our friends. You should totally they reach out to them. Probably and Christina. To. They made Jacob with blue balls. <laughs> I, well, I want to, I want, I want a slipper dick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, a, a bookstagrammer was like, oh, contact my friend. So I did. And she was like, oh, my wait list is three years long. That is oh crazy. I remember I years? Like, add me to your list. But like, when you call me, I'm going to forget what the hell you know, I want. Email me three years later. I'm going to be like, who are you? And what do you want? Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to remember this. No. We'll send yeah. you the information after this. But Courtney, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I do. They can, they can definitely make that happen for you. I love so it. So exciting. So exciting. Get to that one. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. so we kind of answered the last one, but there is this one final question. What's the hardest part of authoring for you? Um, well, I think, like, just, like, logistically, it's just finding time to write when I'm not – you know, like getting into it and being able to find that time to write. It's very hard for me. I'm a rereader. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'll write and write and write and write. But then when I sit down to start writing again, I have to reread what I wrote. So yeah. like these books I've read probably a hundred times because I can't start writing again before I reread. And then if I, if there are a couple days or something in between when I wrote a scene and when I come back to it, it's terrible. <laughs> um, so just like logistically speaking, like just finding time to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um but then I always, I always heard authors say this and I never quite got it, but it's like, just kind of like keeping your characters in line, <laughs> you know, cause like they really do. Like I used to hear people say this and I was like, ha that's so funny. They go rogue. Like they really do. And then it's like, like with Jesse, it was so hard because it's like, anytime I'd have to write his, 
his point of view, like his chapter, he'd be like over here fucking around. And I'm like, you need to focus. I need to know what's going on in this scene. <laughs> and it was like, it was, it was hard. Like that part is hard. I feel like as far as ideas go, I get them so randomly. Like I'll have to, I'll have to like pull over and use my voice notes app. Or sometimes I'll be like in the shower and we'll like have to get out and like send myself a text. Cause like, you know, you get these thoughts, but like, yeah if I don't write them down, then it's like, that could potentially be a bestseller someday. You know? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> um, yes. I text so, yeah. myself all my ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'm a new you kind of have to, like, it's the, the best, it's the best <laughs> way to keep it down. But yeah. And then I think the whole, like, I don't know if this will go away. It probably won't. But just the, like, idea of putting, like, you're essentially bleeding onto this paper. Like, by the time I'm done, with these books, like these are my babies, you know? Like I I know them inside and out. I know them so intimately, you know, just talking about certain things about these characters makes me want to cry because it's like they're real people to me now. Mm-hmm. And then I have to put it in this book and then present it to the general public and be like, ta-da, like rip into them, you know? <laughs> like, right. let me hear how much you hate them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's hard mm-hmm. because, um, just kind of, I think that just that vulnerability aspect of it. And I feel like maybe it'll get better as I get more books in and I'm just kind of like more used to mm-hmm. it, but also maybe not. Cause I'm just very protective and loyal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like that's, that's a good point you made because I see where some authors who've been writing for a long time. I don't, I don't think that's a feeling that go, goes away, honestly. And it's because of the reason you said you put so much into these people who, you know, they feel they're real to you. And so every time it's the same thing, you're presenting it to the world. And like readers can be so fickle, like they can love this one book and then completely hate this other book. So every time it's like, you're putting yourself out there. So I think it maybe get easier. And that's another reason why I think, well, I think that's another reason why it's like, I took Talia's, I'm like putting Talia's story so late in the game is because I know I'm going to love it, but I'm also prepared for like backlash and I need to be like emotional. I have to like fortify myself emotionally to be prepared yeah. for that because I know it's coming, you know? Um, and I'm just like, I just, I just love them. Like, and it's so funny now because now it's like, I've got these like people, extra people living in my head. Like I'll see them and be like, <laughs> oh, that's something Jesse would say. Or, oh, like Bailey would totally do that. Or this is a text exchange that would happen between Bailey and Ivy. Like this weird dumb shit that's like stuck in my brain now. <laughs> I love um, it. Same. It I know. All right. But yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. I'm still, you know, very green. Um, you're, you're I feel like green. I'm, no. I'm just kind of making mistakes. I think you're well, doing I'm, I'm just so new. For, like, I'm thinking yeah. everything, Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this um, is only your I'm third very book. Lucky, but, like, and it was fucking tastic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am very proud of it. I do love, I do love it very much. Yeah, so, pat yourself on the back. I did. <laughs> exactly. So I was going through book, I was going through reviews, like make review posts. This is one thing I wish I had like, someday if I, if I make enough money, I'm going to hire a PA to do this because I just not strong enough to do it. But I was going through <laughs> reviews to like make review posts, you know, like for marketing and for whatever. And I came across a review that was like, <laughs> something about how she like the dialogue was cringy and she hated the cover this is an ugly cover but don't let it fool you because the book is actually pretty good and i was like what do you mean my cover is ugly like did she look at the same cover as the rest of us right <laughs> she did oh not like God. it she did not like it but she did say don't be fooled though because the book is pretty okay <laughs> what <laughs> that is not a compliment sandwich. That's an insult <laughs> sandwich. But I felt like, I don't know, there was something about the review that made me feel like from this person, it probably was a compliment, you know? See, I have oh. a Heather, like, I have a Heather okay. comment, and that's not a pretty comment, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have read that one. Bummer. But... <laughs> it's okay. I'm better for it. <laughs> Nothing feels better. Mean <laughs> reviews. <laughs> you guys have anything else that you wanted to ask? 
not online. I'm going to go harass and try to get more about Tali. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. It was honestly the best hour ever. And I absolutely love Jesse. I bet you say that to all the girlies. Uh, no, not at all. Yay. No. Because <laughs> I gave you, I gave you a foot. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, Heather is like, you have to, you have to watch her face. <laughs> right. <laughs> her face is going to say it before her mouth does. And, uh, my face tells people to fuck off way more than anything else. Um, so I absolutely loved it. I love your writing completely. And I absolutely love talking with you. And I'm sure that they did too. Yeah. Thanks. I had a blast. You guys are so fun. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, best time. Bye. Bye, guys.